Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 335. The morning light is breaking, the darkness disappears. The sons of earth are waking to penitential tears. Each breeze that sweeps the ocean brings tidings from afar of nations in commotion prepared for Zion's war. Hymn number 335. scriptural will be given by Wendy from Georgia. Matthew, in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come and see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. And they came and beheld him by the feet, and worshipped him. Then, they, then said Jesus unto them, 
Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious, hallowed be thy name, adorable one, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom is come, thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 195. Not what I am, O Lord, but what thou art that that alone can be my soul's true rest. Thy love, not mine, bids fear and doubt depart and stills the tumult of my troubled breast. 
hymn number 195. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, which is a kind of a training session in practical Christian science. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website plainfieldcs.com, and it will also be available on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 every Sunday morning, and that Sunday school has its own teleconference number so that children anywhere in the world can attend, 
And in fact, many of our Sunday school students are from out of state and attend via telephone. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll give you the number and we'll be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives changed and saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers, so you can bring the whole family. We have several different websites, many in languages other than English, so that the Word of God does, in fact, reach throughout the world, and many people are finding the Word of God through our websites in their own language. And we provide everything on all of our websites free of charge. Freely we have received, and freely we give. And one of the, uh, one of the articles that is highlighted on our English website, I wanted to point out, um, I found very helpful, very succinct and very helpful. The article is entitled, A Christian Scientist's Duty, by Herbert W. Eustace. Good for all of us, whether you're a Christian scientist or not. It uh, tells us exactly what we're supposed to do. Recommend it highly. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. Now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from Miscellaneous Writings by Mary Baker Eddy, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Elsie from Alabama. Page 423. I do wish to add my testimony of being healed by reading Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures. I had been an invalid for over 20 years and had given up all hope of ever being well again. I had read the book about six weeks when it seemed I was made all over new and I could run and not be weary and walk and not faint. I did not understand it, but it was the Savior from death unto life for me. I have remained well ever since I was healed more than five years ago. I commenced to treat others as soon as I was born anew into the kingdom of truth. My patients were healed right along before I had taken lessons in a class and they had remained well to this day. Christian science has made me as young as a girl of 16. If this should meet the eye of any sufferers who may be led to go and do as I did, they will be healed. N-A-E.
The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page four of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, are sin, disease, and death real? The golden text is from Proverbs. In the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof there is no death. The responsive reading is from Psalms. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. The Lord is my strength and song, and is become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord hath chastened me sore, but he hath not given me over unto death. Amanda from Missouri will now read. The Bible. Psalm. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee, with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. 
Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. First Kings Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands toward heaven. And he said, Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in heaven above or on earth beneath who keepest covenant and mercy with thy servants that walk before thee with all their heart. When thy people Israel be smitten down before the enemy because they have sinned against thee and shall turn again to thee and confess thy name and pray and make supplication unto thee in this house, then hear thou in heaven and forgive the sin of thy people Israel and bring them again unto the land which thou gavest unto their fathers. When heaven is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against thee, if they pray toward this place and confess thy name and turn from their sin when thou afflictest them, then hear thou in heaven and forgive the sin of thy servants and of thy people Israel, that thou teach them the good way wherein they should walk and give rain upon thy land, which thou hast given to thy people for an inheritance. Luke. There was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day, and said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work. In them therefore come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him, and said, Thou hypocrite, doth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these eighteen years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed, and all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. First John My little children, 
these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. Revelation I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them, and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. The calm, strong currents of true spirituality, the manifestations of which are health, purity, and self-immolation, must deepen human experience until the beliefs of material existence are seen to be a bold imposition, and sin, disease, and death give everlasting place to the scientific demonstration of divine spirit and to God's spiritual, perfect man. We must form perfect models in thought and look at them continually 
or we shall never carve them out in grand and noble lives. Let unselfishness, goodness, mercy, justice, health, holiness, love, the kingdom of heaven, reign within us, and sin, disease, and death will diminish until they finally disappear. Failing to recover health through adherence to physiology and hygiene, the despairing invalid often drops them, and in his extremity, and only as a last resort, turns to God. The invalid's faith in the divine mind is less than in drugs, air, and exercise, or he would have resorted to mind first. The balance of power is conceded to be with matter by most of the medical systems. But when mind at last asserts its mastery over sin, disease, and death, then is man found to be harmonious and immortal. The individuality of man is no less tangible because it is spiritual and because his life is not at the mercy of matter. The understanding of his spiritual individuality makes man more real, more formidable in truth, and enables him to conquer sin, disease, and death. Our Lord and Master presented himself to his disciples after his resurrection from the grave as the self-same Jesus whom they had loved before the tragedy on Calvary. Jesus demonstrated the inability of corporeality as well as the infinite ability of spirit. Thus, helping erring human sense to flee from its own convictions and seek safety in divine science. Reason, rightly directed, serves to correct the errors of corporeal sense. But sin, sickness, and death will seem real even as the experiences of the sleeping dream seem real, until the science of man's eternal harmony breaks their illusion with the unbroken reality of scientific being. Jesus said, John 8, If a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. That statement is not confined to spiritual life, but includes all the phenomena of existence. Jesus demonstrated this, healing the dying and raising the dead. Mortal mind must part with error, must put off itself with its deeds, and immortal manhood the Christ ideal will appear. 
Faith should enlarge its borders and strengthen its base by resting upon spirit instead of matter. When man gives up his belief in death, he will advance more rapidly towards God, life, and love. Belief in sickness and death, as certainly as belief in sin, tends to shut out the true sense of life and health. In divine science, the material man is shut out from the presence of God. The five corporeal senses cannot take cognizance of spirit. They cannot come into his presence and must dwell in dreamland until mortals arrive at the understanding that material life with all its sin, sickness, and death, is an illusion, against which divine science is engaged in a warfare of extermination. The great verities of existence are never excluded by falsity. Like the great exemplar, the healer should speak to disease as one having authority over it, leaving soul to master the false evidences of the corporeal senses and to assert its claims over mortality and disease. The same principle cures both sin and sickness. When divine science overcomes faith in a carnal mind and faith in God destroys all faith in sin and in material methods of healing, then sin, disease, and death will disappear. I hope, dear reader, I am leading you into the understanding of your divine rights your heaven-bestowed harmony, that as you read, you see there is no cause outside of erring mortal material sense, which is not power, able to make you sick or sinful. And I hope that you are conquering this false sense Knowing the falsity of so-called material sense, you can assert your prerogative to overcome the belief in sin, disease, and death. In Revelation 21, we read, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. The revelator had not yet passed the transitional stage in human experience called death, but he already saw a new heaven and a new earth. St. John's corporeal sense of the heavens and earth had vanished, and in place of this false sense, was the spiritual sense. 
the subjective state by which he could see the new heaven and new earth, which involved the spiritual idea and consciousness of reality. This is scriptural authority for concluding that such a recognition of being is and has been possible to men in this present state of existence, that we can become conscious here and now of a cessation of death, sorrow, and pain. This is indeed a foretaste of absolute Christian science. Take heart, dear sufferer, for this reality of being will surely appear some time and in some way. There will be no more pain, and all tears will be wiped away. When you read this, remember Jesus' words, The kingdom of God is within you. This spiritual consciousness is therefore a present possibility. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 296. Rouse ye, soldiers of the cross, and lift your banner high. Servants of a mighty cause, put sloth and slumber by. Rouse ye, rouse ye, face the foe. Rise to conquer death and sin. On with Christ to victory go. Oh, side with God and win. Hymn number 296.
this song called The Deer's Cry is a prayer of protection composed by St. Patrick. The story behind it is that Patrick and a group of his followers were promoting Christianity in Ireland about 1600 years ago. It was well received by some and adamantly opposed by others. At one time, when Patrick and his men were traveling to the king's court, a group of druids lay in wait, intending to ambush and kill them. But as Patrick and his men sang this hymn of protection, the druids saw only a harmless group of deer, a doe followed by twenty fawns. So Patrick and his men passed by safely, proving that God was with them, guiding and sheltering. I arise today through the strength of heaven, light of sun, radiance of moon. of earth, firmness of rock. I will rise today through God's strength to pilot me, God's eye to look before me, God's wisdom to
Let's now sing hymn number 164. <clears throat> Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. Hymn number 164. from the Christian science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passage from 1 John 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal arrow. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we shall be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth not because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purify himself, even as he is pure. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me, that mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Amen. Amen. 